today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. We've been talking about the shooting at the Pittsburgh synagogue over the weekend. And then, of course, before that, uh, the uh, letter bombs that were going out to various uh, Democratic supporters in the United States. How did we get this divisive in society? Uh, are we more divisive now than we have been in the past? It certainly seems like it. Let's bring in Amira El Gawabi, a human rights advocate and board member with the Canadian Anti Hate Network, and is with us now. Amira, thanks so much for the time. Much appreciated. Thanks for having me, Scott. Amira, is it is there more anger in the world today? Are we more divisive, or is it just a cycle we're going through here? Well, let's hope it's a cycle that uh, that doesn't have any permanence. Um, but the sad reality is that it does appear we're in a moment um, in which, uh, unfortunately, due to sort of the political discourse that we've been seeing, um, not only in the U.S., but also here in Canada, um, around um, immigrants, around minority communities, um, has unfortunately sort of taken a turn for the negative, um, feeding into, uh, you know, some fear uncertainties that are uh, among the population generally um, around, you know, economic uncertainty. So what you often find, if you just kind of look back at history, whenever there is a time where people are a bit worried about, you know, how they're doing economically, it's almost as though people want to find a scapegoat for their troubles and their woes. And sadly, um, it will often be sort of a minority community. So in the past, we've seen Irish communities targeted, Italian, Ukrainians, Japanese. Um, you know, of course, Canada was founded on the uh, the oppression of indigenous communities, um, again for economic uh, gain uh, by certain communities. So, so this is this is historic. We have these issues, but right now, um, uh, especially due to uh, the the sort of what we hear from uh, President Donald Trump around minority communities, it's become acceptable to um, hold and speak out on these views. And the internet has created almost a safe space for people to find one another um, and kind of grow in their animosity, fear, hatred, ignorance um, of other communities. So this all comes back to a good, steady job. And if we're happy economically and within our own little world, this usually isn't a problem. Not always. I mean, unfortunately, racism happens regardless, and people will kind of often fear the other if there's ignorance, uh, they don't have opportunities to get to know one another. But certainly there is, There is. Uh, the argument has been made that at times of economic uncertainty, at times where, you know, for instance, we just saw, um, you know, people talking about the need for uh, the increase in the minimum wage and the concerns around that. You have um, members of our communities who are c- concerned and worried about their economic futures. Um, and, uh, of politicians who will try to sort of um, game that uh, will start talking about maybe there's too much diversity here, which is dog whistling to say maybe there's too many other people here who are risking your economic well-being. So the politicians, elected officials, they really have a role to play to talk about, for instance, how there is economic um, well-being when we do uh, bring immigrants and bring different communities in, and that this is actually something that helps to bring prosperity up for everyone. So again, and this is very important that we, I think all of us kind of buckle down and be more vocal um, and visible in supporting values of inclusion and respect and understanding that um, the fear and ignorance, the anti-Semitism, the Islamophobia, the anti-immigrant, the anti-LGBT, all of these um, attitudes of hatred really have no place in our communities and they hurt all of us. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to three on 900 CHML.